praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church, where our man of God, the Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ, cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love, and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the Word of God. Glory to Jesus. How many of us are ready for the Word of God? Good. So I'm just going to continue today on what I started last week on the foundation of dominion. The foundation of dominion. Say with me, the foundation of dominion. Say it again, the foundation of dominion. So, destined to reign. Last week, I started talking about how God has ordained for us to walk in dominion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that dominion is the ticket to expressing glory on the earth. Dominion is the earthly license to express glory. Before you can contain the earth space as a realm you have rights over you must have dominion are you here with me you must have dominion over the earth before you can have rights over the earth dominion confers rights not only privileges praise the lord Dominion confers rights. Dominion is the right to um, the right to extend the right to advance a divine course on the earth. When there is no dominion there is no right to rulership in any place. Are you hearing me? When there is no dominion, there is no right to rulership. When there is no dominion, there is no right to rulership. For you to have right of rulership in a place, in life, in any endeavor, you must have dominion in that place. Other than that, the right to rule can only remain a dream. You will end up becoming a victim of everybody else's desire apart from your own. Hallelujah in the workplace, in the marketplace, in ministry, in marriage, in everything, you realize that your life becomes a result of everybody else's desire apart from your own. Amen. Especially the desire of the wicked. 
you showcase that which everybody else wants apart from your own. Why? Because you have lost or you don't have right to rule. Amen. But that is not the, the will of God for you and I. The will of God for you and I is that we will have dominion and we will rule. Hallelujah. Is that we will have dominion and we will rule. And by way of that, God can now on earth his desires through our hearts because anytime there is dominion, desires become legitimate. Praise God. The only time desires become burdens and frustrations is when there is no dominion or when there is no right to express that desire. You know, sometimes you see an angry person and it is mostly because there are things they desire but they don't have the right to even attempt, even to speak it, they cannot. It's like a houseboy who is desiring a pizza. The master and his wife and children will be eating it. You, nobody forbids you from desiring anything. In this world, anybody can desire anything. Hallelujah. Anybody, you can desire the best car in the world. You can dream it. You can imagine it. But the difference between you and the person who has it is that one has what it takes to chase and to get what he or she desires. Hallelujah. And desire, that's what the Bible said. It says that expectations or desires unmet, it makes the heart what? Sick. So there are a lot of people, there is a lot of unhappiness in lives. Not because God is angry with people, but because the ratio of desires to fulfillment is 10 to 0. When it becomes 9 to 1, Maybe there has been a, a divine intervention. Hallelujah. And the reason is because a lot of us are living way below the ordination of God for our lives. Ordained to rule. Destined to reign. Say with me, I am destined to reign. Say with me, I am destined to reign. I am talking about the kind of life that is unstoppable. The kind of life that has no division or separation between desires and accomplishments, between desires and realities. Hallelujah. It is because of the inability to express and to accomplish desire that is why a lot of times we want to, you know, beat people down into humility by trying to tame their desires and then their imaginations. To so say, you know, there are some things you don't have to desire. How can a young man be desiring this? No, what stops you from desiring? Hallelujah. Are you me? Desires are legitimate avenues for God to plant divine seeds of greatness. You get it? Desires are legitimate avenues 
that God plants divine seeds of greatness into our hearts. That God plants divine seeds of prosperity into our hearts. That God plants divine seeds of success into our hearts. So God uses your desire as a legitimate platform to create the future he has designed and destined for you. But look, when you have no dominion, your desires actually turn around to become prisons where visions are locked up. They become prisons where destiny is locked up. But I pray for you. May the Lord empower your desire as you are empowered to reign. May the Lord unleash divine seeds of greatness out of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I remember talking about the three principles undergirding the technology of dominion. I talked about number one, the principle of image and likeness, which I'm still talking about. And then I mentioned the principle of the fullness of grace and the principle of what? Righteousness. Hallelujah. So I'll be dealing with these three things um, as we progress. Amen. But quickly, let me talk to you about something. You know, when we talk about the image of God, last week I, I, I tried explaining it, that it is not just resemblance, but rather it is the state of being where your heart, you know, responds to the divine planting, the divine yearnings of God. For which reason you will set out on a journey. Hallelujah. So the image of God actually pushes you onto a journey to becoming like God. Because without image, there cannot be a formation. Praise God. Without an image, there cannot be a formation. So anytime something is forming and you don't like what is forming, check the image. Glory to God check the image because image is responsible for formation image is responsible for what for formation so you want the right formation you must get the right image so talking about the image of god there are certain things that work to you know bring us to that place that image of God. So I'm going to talk about quickly the mystical union of three. Because anytime God wants to form something, you know, I've always been mentioning it and I will never stop mentioning it because the things of the spirit are such that, you know, the Bible says that God's ways are past finding out. Hallelujah. Are you with me? His ways are words past finding out. Then a supposed, uh, 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 um, what do you call it? Opposition to that scripture is when the Bible says that God made known his ways to Moses and then his acts to the children of Israel. So his ways are past finding out, yet he makes known his ways to people. Praise the Lord. So what is the meaning of that? That means that when you, when you long observe the ways of God, you will always see the patterns in which he works. Get it well. When you observe 
the ways of God long enough, you will see the patterns with which or in which he works. So that a fruit of observing the ways of God is the ability to work his works. I don't know if you get that. Hallelujah. To observe the ways of God, it reveals to you patterns in which God works. That means that you cannot understand the ways of God until you have been able to understand his works. Because his works actually reveal his words. His ways. Amen. And because the works of God are finite, anytime God works, that means that he has taken from the realm of the eternal or from the realm of his inner being, okay? He has taken from that realm the elements of time and space. He has defined a time and he has defined a space in order to contain a certain expression of him. I get it. Should I take it again? Father Tyson, the way you are looking, let me take it again. Hallelujah. God dwells beyond eternity. And the Bible says his ways are past finding out. That means they are unending. He keeps revealing. And he can reveal until there is much more yet to be revealed. In other words, there is no end to what he can reveal of himself. Hallelujah. But then, a man can get to know the ways of God when God, out of the eternal realm of his operation, he picks time. You know, time is a subset of eternity, okay? He picks time and he picks a space. So in other words, God picks a time frame, let's say December of 2020. And he picks a space, let's say Lashibi Sakomono. Alright? And then this time frame and this space, he chooses to express himself. In other words, it's like a container and he pours himself into that container so that it can now be adequately handled. That is what we call the works of God. God's works only become works when it connects to time and it connects to a place. Praise the Lord. And what happens is that when that happens, the formation reveals a pattern which gives you an understanding of the ways of God. Hallelujah. The formation of the works of God gives you patterns by which you understand his ways. Let me take it again. Don't, never forget this. That is why testimonies are powerful. Hallelujah. Testimonies. The formation of the works of God. It gives you patterns by which you understand the ways of the Lord. Hallelujah. So anytime you are sharing testimonies of what God has done, 
what you are doing is that you are writing the patterns by which we can understand God. Amen. And if we get to know his ways, then that act or that work can always be done again. Hallelujah. You know, it's like, you know, when we were growing up, we had, when we were playing football, we had something we call awam, awam go. How many of us remember awam go? You know, sometimes they, they, the ball will come to you, all of us. You can do a certain style and people will be clapping and you don't know how you did it. And then people, people will be challenged, you do it again. And you know the story. No matter how hard you try, you can't do it again. Praise God. Maybe these days with uh, phone recordings, you can go back and watch it and attempt to do it. But so that, here is the thing. Any works of God which cannot be explained, it cannot be duplicated. Hallelujah. Anytime the work of God cannot be explained, you can't duplicate it. That is why, you know, a lot of people, they will watch a lot of men of God, especially ministers, and see plenty things happening, and they want to do the same thing, and they end up only having the form but not getting the substance. The works you cannot explain, you cannot duplicate, you cannot repeat. Praise the Lord. You cannot repeat. That's why if you want to be like somebody or you want to attain to the height of somebody, it is not enough watching the person. Listen to the testimony of their life. Listen to the testimony of that result. Because inside the testimonies, you will see the ways you will see the times of prayer which you will never see on TV inside that testimony hallelujah inside the testimony you will see the plenty nights of crying shedding tears but that one is not on TV inside that testimony hallelujah are you with me and one of the things that is you know breaking us as believers we don't know how to handle image. In construction, we will call it blueprint. Hallelujah. We don't know how to handle image. So because of that, we are not able to duplicate. We are not able to form. One of the problems of Africa, we don't write our story. Amen. Image, I'm talking about the image of God. The foundation of the dominion that God has set for you and for me. Amen. Look at Africa. The book we have about the founder, the Dr. Kwame Nkrumah was written to us by a white person, not himself. Amen. No African president has been able to write about himself and how he went about what he did why he made certain decisions was in power no 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 wonder the best never repeats no wonder after coming to there is not anyone like him again no wonder after Nelson Mandela there is not anyone why because there is no image again the image is gone the original the intention behind the decisions the motivations behind the actions they are unknown to anybody they are, 
unknown to anybody. They die with all the secrets. We only have pictures of what they did. Hallelujah. Memories of buildings they raised and we can't build the same again because we have no idea the image that brought about that formation. You go to other countries, you go to US, you go, almost every past president writes about himself. Hallelujah. Almost every past president writes about himself. About why they did what they did. People can read and now understand. You know, when you are president, the media will never give you a better life. Later, they go and write and now people understand why George Bush took America to war. They understand it. This one is from the horse's own mouth. He's writing it. At the time, he's no more president. He doesn't owe any political party the right words. If he says whatever he wants to say, you can't do anything to him. You can't vote him out because he's already out. <laughs> Hallelujah. And this is a nation, they have image. They can always recreate what they want to recreate. Are you hear me? And it is the same with our lives in Christ. The image, what we have is the image of God. That means that, look, that means that, you know, I told you one day I will preach about this message. Okay? The history of the future. Okay? That means that since I have the image of God, everything in God that has happened before, I can bring it again. Because I have the image. We're not talking about how a person looks. That is Sunday school. Glory to God. Like basic, basic level uh, certificates. You know, the image of God. God is black. God, God, God is tall. <laughs> God is fat. Hallelujah. God is a lot of things. If you consider image as only resemblance. To the short, God is short. To the tall, God is tall. To the fat, God is fat. To the thin, God is thin. But it is not about that. The image of God is the blueprint of his works encoded in our hearts. Hallelujah. So that we can always recreate the works. So that we can always do it again. Why? Because we carry the blueprint. Glory to God. So that we can always do it again. We know him by his works. In time and in space, we know how he fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fishes. There is a record to that. That image is in you and I can do it again. That is the image of God. If you don't get this, dominion is far away from you. Hallelujah. Haven't you seen the record of God, the God you know, pertains to activities of the earth and not of the heaven. Hallelujah. The record of God pertains to his activities, to his operations on the earth. So that by following the patterns, we will also produce after that same kind on the earth. We will also produce after that same kind. Glory to God. So it's extremely important. Let's try to work it. The image. What makes up the image? Hallelujah. What makes up the image? Let's quickly go to Daniel chapter 3 verse 23 to 25. What makes up the image of God? 
Daniel chapter 3, verse 23 to 25, says, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his countenance, Didn't we cast three men? Didn't we cast three men into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, true, O king. He answered and said, Look, I see four men. See, I see four men. Says, I see four men walking in the midst of the garden. I see four. And they have no heads. <laughs> and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Hallelujah. The form of the fourth is like the Son of God. The form of the fourth man is like the Son he didn't say the face by the form. Hallelujah. He didn't say the face. Says the form. Maybe I'll do some of these things later on. The question is, how will Nebuchadnezzar know the Son of God to even be able to identify him? Praise the Lord. Don't forget this guy in his visions had seen God and attempted to recreate him. Amen. He had attempted to recreate him. And that was the contention that brought these three into the fire. Hallelujah. And look at how it works here. These are three men who were put into a fire which was heated seven times. And when these three men entered the fire that has been heated seven times, the fourth man appeared. Are you with me? When these three entered the fire that has been heated seven times, the fourth did what? Appeared. There is something alchemical here. Glory to God. You see, the number two or three, according to scriptures, it's a number of agreement when the Bible says that where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there. Amen. Where two, don't forget last week I was talking to you about the name of Jesus. This where two or three are gathered in my name, I will be the fourth. Where three were gathered in the fire, the fourth appeared. Apostle Francis will be right back. We hope you're enjoying this message. We would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction Lechibi of the Ashaiman Lungwa Highway for our Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. and our Prayer Line Service at 5.30 p.m. Welcome back to the message. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I still have that pending sermon about the name of Jesus. So I'm just giving you a clue. There's when three gather in my name, the fourth will appear. The fourth man will appear. 
And the number four is talking about the dominion of the earth. Four it is earthly number. Hallelujah. Four is what? Earthly number. And based on the configuration by which they come. It is either of the earth or it is of below or under the earth. It is never of the heaven. Four is never of the heavens. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Four is never of the heaven. So here is the thing. There are three men who enter the fire and the fire has been heated how many times? Seven times. Hallelujah. I mean, I said number seven is a very popular one. The number seven is the number of perfection. Has been heated seven times. Just like the Bible will say in the, I think the book of Psalm 12. says the word of God has been tried in fire seven times. And it has been found to be perfect. Hallelujah. The word of God. It has been tried in fire seven times. And it is found to be perfect. I think Psalm 12 verse 6 or 7. Give it to me. Let me quick. Psalm 12. Verse 6 or 7, one of them. Yeah. The words of the Lord, they are pure words. The words of the Lord, they are pure words. As silver tried in the furnace of earth. Glory to God. As silver Child in the fairness of it, purified. How many times? Seven times. Nebuchadnezzar thought he was killing the people. He did not know that he was creating an image. Glory to God. He did not know that he was creating an image. And in that fire, when agreements entered into perfection, Anytime agreement enters perfection, when agreement is perfected seven times, hallelujah, when agreement is perfected, it always produces the fourth man who is the image. Glory to God. It always produces the fourth man. He said, the fourth man, he is as the form son of God. He is as the telem, the resemblance of the son of God. Why? Because agreement has been perfected. Because agreement has been perfected. Because agreement has been perfected. Anytime agreement is perfected, the image will always show. Hallelujah. Anytime agreement is perfected, the image will all. Oh, you're not getting it. Anytime where two or three are gathered together in my name, how do we become? We must first of all agree. Hallelujah. How do we become? We must first of all agree. We must first of all do what? Are you with me? We must first of all agree. Without agreement, you cannot become. You cannot behold the image. You can only behold the image when you fed. That is the foundation of the image of God. Agreement. 
Hallelujah. You know, the Bible said in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, it said, Let us make man in our image. I know a lot of people try to create, you know, the, the whole doctrine of um, uh, Trinity and everything out of that statement because it supposes that God was with people, uh, whether that one is true or not. But then I see something over here the principle for the formation of the image of God. It stands on agreement. When there is no agreement, hallelujah, when there is no agreement, there is nothing we are looking up to to become. Are you with me? When there is no agreement, there is nothing we are looking up to in order to become. An agreement begins with acceptance. Hallelujah. Agreement begins with what? Acceptance. Not liking, acceptance. You don't need to like me to agree with me. Agreeing with your own self. Hallelujah. You know, I was mentioning something. See, you cannot, you cannot be a part of a formation if you cannot agree with your own self. It's extremely important. I'm talking about the image of God. Agreement is key. Agreeing with your own self first begins with accepting your own self. Agreement with another person means accept that other person. Glory to God. Let us agree to make man in our image. Let us agree. That's what God is saying. Let us agree to make man in our own image. Let us accept ourselves. That's agreement. When agreement is perfected, never forget that. When agreement is perfected, when agreement is perfected, the image will always show. Are you here? When agreement is perfected, the image will always show. Are you with me? When agreement is perfected, the image will always show. Without agreement, there is nothing you are going to become. Hallelujah. When the three enter into the fire. Maybe one of these is I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the seven tests of agreement. Maybe in, uh, in our next workers meeting. When we come together as a people to agree, our agreement will go through processes. It will go through a lot of tests. Like silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Amen. Agreement at various levels before we will now become conformed to an image. Amen. The image of God. It is the blueprint. It is the code to repeating the works of God on the earth. Amen. It is the code that what God has done before, you can do it again when you have the image. That what God has ever become in the history of the earth, you can also become because you have the image. Without an image, you don't have the right and the legitimacy 
to repeating anything you have seen of God. There are some they have only seen. But John said, we have also handled. We didn't just see. We didn't just hear. But we have also what? Handled it. We have handled it. We have the blueprint. We can do it again. Hallelujah. We can what? We can do it again. So we see how this image is formed. The image of the Son of God. Through the perfected agreement of the three. There is always the revelation of the fault. Praise God. And I started talking about how the three consistently, because that's how it works. Three, four, and seven. Anytime three comes with seven, the four that comes is the four that carries divine imprints. Alright? How or when does the four carry a demonic or an evil imprint? But it will always need a three. Because three is agreement. Praise the Lord. Three is always what? Agreement. I won't tell you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe one day we will deal with that one. You know, some, those of you who came for fitness in the word, I gave you the matrix for angelic formation. How many of us remember that? And I circled it. Do you remember? <laughs> Praise God. All right, let's continue. Don't worry. <laughs> so in 1 Kings chapter 6, verse 29 to 32, let's go there. And let's see how this tree works to produce the fourth man, to produce the image. And he carved all the walls of the house round about with carved figures of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers within and without. Say with me, within and without. Say it again, within and without. Say it again, within and without. And the floor of the house he overlaid with gold within and without. And for the entering of the oracle, he made doors of olive tree. The lintel and the side post were a fit part of the wall. Hallelujah. And that's one. The two doors were also of olive tree and he carved upon them carvings of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers and overlaid them with gold and spread gold upon the cherubims and upon the palm trees. Hallelujah. So we see over here three things that were running through the tabernacle in order to give room for the formation of the fourth, which is the image. And anytime these three work together, I'm talking about the cherubim, the palm tree, and then the vine. The Bible calls it the, the open flower. That means the ripe vine, the vine. Hallelujah. So because you talk about these three, Consistently, anytime God is working, he works in threes. Hallelujah. Anytime God is working, he works in threes and then in fours. But between three and four, there is always either a seven, or let me just mention it, either a seven or a five. 
Hallelujah. And I know some people say the, the number five is the number of grace. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say Jesus. I don't know if it's because grace, grace is five letter words. Grace five letter words. G R is that G R A C E? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know why they say that. <laughs> uh, five. Or maybe uh, what's the name? That guy. David, David took five. Uh, so that's the one. Grace. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, so God always works with three. To create the fourth. The fourth is always the image. Anytime the fourth shows, you know that that thing has a legitimacy to abide on the earth. Whatever does not have an image cannot abide on the earth. Hallelujah. That is why spirits are illegitimate on the earth unless they get a body. Are you with me? Unless they get what? A body. Without the body, Spirit is illegitimate. That's why ghosts, they can roam. They roam and roam and roam. They cannot, they can't do anything to anybody. The only time they have legitimacy is when they bear an image. Okay? So enough with three, three, four, and seven. Amen. So anytime God is working, so three. And look at something. Now, Paul is also giving us a revelation of how God's work on the earth will be. So, we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 3. 13, sorry. And look at something there. It says, and now abide it. He also gives us another tree. Faith. Don't forget. So, there is a cherub, there is a palm tree, and then there is a word. Divine. Now, Paul is also giving us another one. So, I'm going to put them together. Paul gives us another three. He calls the first one what? Faith. The second one he calls what? Hope. And the third one he calls what? Love or charity. It says that these three, but the greatest of these is charity. And the word greatest being used over here has nothing to do with value. It has everything to do with order. All right? So in other words, amongst these three, the first is love. Amen. Now, how does what is revealed in the tabernacle and what Paul is also mentioning are the prevailing three forces on the earth? How do they connect? Then we see in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3, we talk about the cherub. We talk about the palm tree. We talk about the vine. And Paul says, remembering without ceasing your work of faith. Hallelujah. Your work of faith. Your labor of love. And your patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. In the sight of God and our Father. Remembering the word sight there. Also in the roots meaning. In the image of God. And our Father in the image. The work of faith. The labor of love. And the patience of what? Of hope. And these three work together to produce the image of the heavenly. 
Hallelujah. If you will bear the image of the heavenly, it is because these three are working in you. The image of the heavenly is not just a mindset. I've told you, what we call resemblance, it is actually the destination of accurate formation. Praise God. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like when you have a baby. Sometimes they'll be claiming the baby resembles their father, but sometimes we all know it's not true. Hallelujah. It's not true. But accurate formation over time, then you begin to see the features. You begin to see the same head of the father. You begin to see even the way the father walks, the baby is walking that way. You begin to see even the tonation, the way the, the father talks, the baby is talking the same way. When there is accurate formation, sometimes they, they even go to the point that even when the father has, you know, that thing, God is my baba. The son will also get to have it. That is, that is when you say they resemble. Not when they are a baby and you don't see anything. You don't see beer. You don't see anything. You know, so, so, so they just want to force that thing to be. So resemblance, a lot of times, is not what we think. Resemblance is the result of accurate formation. Hallelujah. Accurate formation. That is why, you know, Jesus was talking about uh, you know, those people who will come screaming and, and shouting and crying and say, saying, we prophesied in your name. We healed in your name. He says that, depart from me. I never knew you. Why? Because he does not see himself in you. Hallelujah. You don't look like him. Praise the Lord. Isn't that what the Bible says? That when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Glory to God. We shall be like him. So for you to have the image of God accurately expressed in you, you need this work. And the first is the cherub, which is the work of faith. Bible says in the tabernacle, there were drawings of the cherub. It is God's blueprint to reproduce his nature in the earth through the heavenly image. Hallelujah. Paul said, we bear the image of the heavenly. But how then can we be like God? The work of faith in the cherub. The cherub is the angelic representation of mankind everybody you know no matter how weak you are maybe you don't even know how to pray but there is a certain representation of you in the spirit when sometimes you see yourself more capable than you actually are how many of us have experienced that it's like no, you can be thinking about yourself when you are thinking there seems to be no limits to what you can do in your imagination ah we take all that but i'll go here then i'll do this then I will do that. There is a certain perception of an unstoppable power in you. But then in reality, we see you sitting there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Simple maths you can't do. Simple navigation to a place you can't do. But in your imagination, you don't know, you don't know how to even read map, but you can imagine yourself in the US. Imagine yourself in Washington walking on the streets buying a car driving turning left and you don't even know the name of that street but you can turn there is a certain representation of mankind 
that becomes a more refined aspect of him a more refined extension of him it is the cherub but that is only able to happen we are only able to you know make that representation that aspect of us real by faith hallelujah everybody believes in something they can do but in reality they don't have what it takes to do but what is the bridge between what you believe and what you really are the work of faith say with me the work of faith hallelujah the work of faith glory to god in exodus 25 verse 22 he says and there i will meet thee in the tabernacle god said i will meet you there in exodus 25 22 and i will commune with you from above the mercy seats glory god says i will meet you and i will have fellowship with you amen i will meet you and i will do what and i will have fellowship with you from above the mercy seat from between the two cherubims from between the two cherubims which are upon the ark of the testimony of all things which i give thee in commandment unto the children of israel he says that i will meet you here and i will have fellowship with you from between the two cherubims between these two that is why you see then these two i've told you cherubims are not angels that is why in the life of everybody until you transition into glory you are always your communion with god your fellowship with god is always between the two cherubs we know the two cherubs the one is the man of sin who imputes sin on mankind the other is the son of man who disputes sin hallelujah so there will always be that place god will always meet you in the center of these two there will always be the question of sin and the question of righteousness that you must answer to and god will always meet you in between the two he will meet you there hallelujah god will always meet you in between the two he will always meet you in between the weakness and the strength he will always meet you in between the poverty and the wealth he will always meet you in between nothing and something he will always meet you in between slothfulness and commitment he will always meet you and you will always have to choose god meets us always in the middle in between the two channels so there are always extensions of our being that we must choose to answer to there is one extension that leads to the son of man there is another extension that leads to the man of sin paul had to answer he said that the things i want to do i am unable to do but the things i want to do ah that one the things that i don't want to do i am i, I am able to do them but the things i want to do i'm unable to do this old man, old wretched man of sin. Hallelujah. He had to answer. He had to answer from standing in between the man of sin and the son of man. For an image, that's why I said last week, that whatever comes out of you is not a result of attitude. It's a result of an image that you are looking onto. So he says, that, look unto me. The author and the finisher of our faith. God will always meet you from in between the two cherubs. And that is the foundation of the work of your faith. The work of your faith 
is founded on that which Christ has done. Glory to God. On that which Christ has done. If you don't subscribe, what is, what, why do you do what you do? What is the motivation behind what you do? Glory to God. What is the motivation behind what you do? Is it because Christ has accomplished it? Or because the devil has sown a seed in your heart? Because you will always stand in between the two cherubs. The man of sin, who is Lucifer, or the son of man, who is the Christ. And that will always determine, faith has nothing to do with works, and sorry, actions. Are you here with me? Faith has to do with the record of what has been worked. And by that record, there is a motivation of what you will also do. Why will I pray? Because a high priest has gone ahead of me to secure answer for me. Not because the devil is after me. Hallelujah. Some of you have turned into prayer warriors because the devil is after you. Some of you have turned into prayer warriors because of hunger and persecution. Amen. I have told people, one of the easiest ways to overcome persecution is not prayer. It's prosperity. Amen. It's what? It's prosperity. One of the easiest ways to overcome persecution is prosperity. Imagine in Nigeria, you know, what kind of people just go and shoot Christians in a church? And imagine everybody in that church is prosperous, powerful. They come, they see cars all over, they have money. And they can also buy the same gun, isn't it? They can also buy some. In fact, they can also hire the services of private security. So you shoot, they shoot. <laughs> In fact, you shoot one, they will leave you bomb. They will bomb, they will bomb everywhere. They have the money to influence politicians. They have the money to influence, you know, policymakers against you. We won't pray more. Is that right? How many of us agree? Hallelujah. You won't pray a lot. Just have a lot of money. Amen. When God blesses you and you see some people in your area who are targeting your life, and wherever they are staying, just go and buy that whole place and pull everything down. Amen. <laughs> buy the whole place, pull everything down, make it a park for children to play. Glory to God. <laughs> yeah. We pray about a lot of things that we must have money to just silence. I pray that God will bless you with money. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God will bless you with money. You see, you know, everyone in Africa has been Christianized. Because the white man who is coming to preach, he is coming to build schools for you. People go to Asia, they kill them. You are going with Bible. The white man came with uh, tools. He must go with money. He goes uh, free education. All Asian children. Hallelujah. Let the children come to school and come and learn for free and teach them the Bible. Nobody will kill you. In fact, they will give you presidential escort. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of us agree with me? Never be poor in your life. I said, never be poor in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The work of faith. Whose reports do you believe? 
There are always two cherubs that we will stand in between. And the high priest stood as the third witness, including the two cherubs, so that the Shekinah, which is the fourth, will always show. The Shekinah always showed when the high priest came. So that the, the agreement must be perfected. And then the fourth will always show. But then, you will, the fact is that you will always stand and have to decide from between the two cherubs. Whose report will you believe? Hallelujah. Whose report? The, what do you believe? You cannot become anything you don't believe. In fact, anything you dispute in your mind, you can never become it. Hallelujah. Anything you dispute in your mind, you can never become it. Any prosperity you question, you can never express. Are you with me? Any prosperity you question, you can never express. Anything you dispute, you can never become it. Faith must work fully in order for expressions to be accurate and unhindered. The accuracy of your expression is a revelation of the stability and durability of your faith. Glory to God. The accuracy of your expression. You see, it is possible to live your life as though you have never seen poverty before. It is possible to have an unending progressive life. It is possible. Not something good and another thing bad. No, everybody, people think that, you know, you can't have a perfect life. There should always be something. There should always be, everybody has a bad. I remember when we were in Sunday school and they were teaching us on uh, that guy, that guy who was Kota. You know Kota? You don't know Kota? Oh, man of God, you don't know Kota. What's the English name for Kota? Leprosy. What's the name of the guy? Is it Neyman, eh? Yes. Yeah, Neyman has a bat. He was powerful, but he had a bat. His bat was leprosy. No. You, you can live life without a bat. Hallelujah. But it is a question of faith. What do you believe? If you are loose in your conviction, you cannot be strong on your expectation. You get it? If you are losing your conviction, you know, life, 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 you can't have, you can't have it all like that. At least you have a good marriage and then you have, you have uh, uh, children. At least one of them will be stubborn. No, no. Never be loose in your conviction. Amen. Don't let the failure of the fate of the older generation dictate the expectation of a younger generation. Hallelujah. Faith is a journey. People who have gone ahead of us may not have been bold enough to dare certain things. But it does not mean that we should also embrace it and create limitations for ourselves. The work of faith. There is a lot locked up. You have told you. The desires of men, they are the legitimate avenues that God uses to sow seeds of greatness. So that everything you will ever become, God has planted it in your desire somewhere. A lot of times, 
the mistake and the problem with a lot of us we don't know how to navigate our way from our present time into the future that we desire we don't know how to navigate hallelujah we don't know how to navigate that's why i said because we don't understand the ways of god never be losing your convictions tell somebody never be losing your convictions look it is okay to believe and keep believing as a matter of fact, you will believe something someday. Hallelujah. No matter what, you will believe something. You will either believe some doctor, or you will believe some economist, or you will believe some president, or you will, you will believe somebody. No matter what. Are you here with me? No matter, you will believe some lecturer. You will believe somebody. You will believe some HR. You will believe somebody. You want to leave a workplace, they will say, oh, no, no, no. Next month, we are planning a promotion for you. You will stay. You will believe. You will believe somebody. Hallelujah. No matter what, you can never escape faith. But who do you believe? Whose report will you believe? Hallelujah. Whose report will you believe? Some people will conveniently question everything the man of God will say, but they will never question even what Google says. They are Google, Google Christians. Open source information, no question. The man of God is speaking by revelation. That is where you, that's why you are now remembering Greek words. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. We, we will question our man of God and we'll never question Zion Felix. We'll never question the bloggers. We read and we are okay. We read and we, we start going. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Who's report? Because you have to believe somebody. You have to believe something. Amen. You have to believe. I ask somebody, say, okay. And I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing facts, but I am just exercising my divine right to choose who and what to believe. Hallelujah. Ask somebody, say, okay. Man of God, it has been eight months. Have you seen somebody who has been corona patient? Died. No, they, they give us the numbers. People are dying. We are seeing videos. No problem. But me, I have not seen so. Me, I have not. What you saw, I'm not saying it is false. But me, I haven't seen. Hallelujah. <laughs> I have not seen. You believe what you have seen. Me too, I believe what I have seen. I have seen healthy people around me. You have seen sick people. Your faith is your own. Me too, mine is my own. This one, we are not fighting this one. Hallelujah. It is not my fault that you know three people who have died because of Corona. It's not my fault. So you believe. Me, I have not. I don't know why you want to drag me into your faith because of your experience. Apostle Francis will be right back. We hope you're enjoying this message. We would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction Leshebi of the Ashaima Lungwa Highway for our Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. and our Prayer Line Service at 5.30 p.m. Welcome back to the message. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? No, you have to believe somebody no matter what. The work of faith. You know, faith is a very simple life. It's a very simple thing. Without it, you cannot have the image of God working in you. A lot of it, the image is dormant. It's dormant. 
There is no activation. There is nothing that shows that God is in you. Your, your daily life is not expressing any divine thing. From today, Sunday, then we go to Monday, then we go to... By the time we, have, we are in Friday, you are still the same. Nothing has improved. Your life has not improved. Your spirituality has not improved. You have not seen... Your visions have not increased. The clarity of hearing the voice of God has not increased. In fact, even your bank account has not increased in any way. Everything is the same. Who are you? <laughs> Hallelujah. No, as for you, who are you? Everything is growing apart from you. The only thing growing on your body is your hair. Some of you, after one month, the only evidence that something has changed is your hair, which you have to go and cut. Nothing. Everything is the same. Everything is the same. Bank account is the same. Uh, your mind, knowledge, same. Some of them, even some of the knowledge plan, some of them have been disputed, so you have to throw them away. So there's a reduction. Glory to God. You've got to believe something. And I admonish you, choose to believe that which has a track record. The word of God. Hallelujah. The word of God. Praise the Lord. It has, it has, it has withstood different kinds of pandemics. It has withstood different kinds of political regimes. Glory to God. It has withstood different kinds of economic my problems. It's still standing. As a matter of fact, for your information, God has not even seen the need to revive the rates for tithes. It's still 10%. Even if the economy is going high. <laughs> Hallelujah. It still stands. There is integrity in the word. The work of faith. What is the motivation when I wake up in the morning? When I am moving, what is my motivation? Sometimes I jokingly challenge some of the leaders. When we are making plans and they are bringing the bills, left, right, and center, they, they will be. <clears throat> Yesterday I was chatting with another man of God where they have given him one year to vacate his place. And he was crying. He's already talking about loan. Nobody has said, so we have to go for it. I said, ah, so one year, 365 days. Hallelujah. One year, the biggest auditorium in the world, as at 1998, was built in one year. You only need less than 50,000. You are thinking of loan before even the one year begins. Somebody has got to believe something. Are you with me? You don't lose anything believing God. Trust me. You don't lose anything believing God. And you know something? When you go all out for God in faith, hardly will God disappoint you. Hardly. Hardly. You can imagine what was going through the mind of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were entering the fire. They have gone to do, to know. You will not bow. And then they will be, I'm sure some of the Israelites were giving them fans. I stand with Shadrach, maybe, those days, maybe Facebook then. I stand with the big three. And the people will be sharing pictures. And then there is, there is VIP. And the fire is there. They are ancient. God hasn't shown up yet. Hallelujah. People were even encouraging them. This one is just so, it's normal bowing. Bowing, let's be free. So no, even if God does not, hey! 
and then they entered. Hallelujah. I can only imagine what was going through their mind at the time they were just entering. But God came through. Hallelujah. Sometimes we are too fast. We are too fast. I believe, I believe, I believe until you get to a point where you don't believe again. Hallelujah. Then you take matters, you say, take your destiny to your own hands. That's when they all become faith preachers. You know, faith is not about foolishness. Sometimes you have to understand that some things God has given to man to handle. What wisdom can do? Don't expect God to do for you. Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah. What wisdom can do? Don't expect God. So what is that wisdom? Did that wisdom bring you results? It only brought you an escape. Hallelujah. The work of faith. Then there is the patience of hope. I love this. Quickly. The patience of hope. Which is seen in the palm tree. You see in the attitude of the palm tree. It's ability to withstand. Patience of hope. Hope, hope, hope has a certain feature that makes me like it. You see, faith says I believe. Hope gives you why to believe. Hallelujah. Hope is, uh, 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 what's the word? Con the con be be becoming convinced. Faith is instant. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? I say, I come and I tell you that, are you here with me? Um, there is gold, okay? There is gold at Teshi Triblo. Hallelujah. It will happen in Jesus' name. There is gold in Teshi Triblo. Are you here? Titus House, yes. Around Titus House. Right behind is, no, in front of the, of the house. There is gold buried there. And then you set off. That is faith. Are you hearing me? Following. That is faith. Faith in that instant makes you believe and then you set off. But you know what hope is? It will rain by the time you reach Donjemon. Hope says keep going. Hallelujah. You will get somewhere they have blocked the road. You have to turn back and use another direction. That is hope. You will keep getting all the reasons why you have to turn back. But hope says keep going. Hallelujah. There's a lot of movement. Please sit down. You will keep getting all the reasons why you have to turn back. But hope says words. Keep going. Hope is what will make you keep praying even on an empty stomach. Sometimes, long before faith long before faith is gone hope is still keeping you sometimes your faith has been questioned over and over to a point you, don't, you have lost answers you don't have answers again hallelujah you don't have answers again maybe beginning you could be rattling some scriptures but it gets to a point you don't have answers because you yourself you, are, you have even lost the faith but hope will always keep you doing what you are supposed to do Amen. 
some of you have not gone through issues that have lasted one year, two years before, three years, four years. Amen. If you have been jobless for four years, five years, you have become, you have become a master of CVs and letters. Writing. You know, you, you, have, you have been reading how to pass interview, how to answer interview. You know everything, but four years consistently. Hallelujah. Some of you have never seen certain monies for your own self that this one is mine. Before. Hallelujah. Before. Glory to God. Yet you believe. But it gets to a point, the faith is gone. But then I will still keep praying. It is hope. I will still keep believing. It is hope. Hope is what is it the fuel for movement. Hallelujah. It is the fuel for movement. There is something you have conceived in your spirit. But then, until hope becomes perfected. That is why the Bible said, hope has patience. We call it the patience of what? The patience of what? The patience of what? Hallelujah. Hope has patience. Hmm. Look at something here in James chapter 1 verse 3 and 4. James chapter 1 verse 3 and 4. He says something. He says, knowing this, the trying of your faith worketh patience. The trying of your faith. Sometimes you have faith but not hope yet. For hope to come, that faith must be tried. It must be questioned. For hope to come, ah, that faith will stand the test of time. That faith will stand the test of the radicals of people. But a lot of times, when God is actually working patience out of our faith, we think that the devil is after us and we even give up. We give up before hope will even show. Hallelujah. We give up before hope shows. But I pray for you. May the Lord empower your faith. That your faith will not fail in Jesus' name. I said your faith will not fail in the name of Jesus. Your faith will not fail in the name of Jesus. Your faith will not fail in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And finally, he talks about the vine, which is the labor of love. The labor of love. The labor of love. The Bible says that Christ is the vine. I am the true vine in John 15. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Hallelujah. Our labor of love is seen in our earnest desire to reproduce the divine nature in the lives of others. And we see Jesus walking in this dimension by compassion. Hallelujah. When we are moved to reproduce the divine nature in people, it is the labor of love. 
Hallelujah. Love working in our hearts. It is what brings us to the place of seeking the divine nature in people. What brings us to the place of reproducing life in people. Hallelujah. Reproducing life to people. Glory to God. How many has your life reproduced? That's your labor. Your labor of life is not coming to sleep in church. People, some people do it in other places than they are paid. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Your labor of love is in how many you can reproduce in Christ. Your ability to reproduce. Because to win a soul is utmost a product of divine love. Hallelujah. The love that the Father has loved us. Behold, what manner of love the Father has loved us. That we will be called the sons of God. That love, when you labor to see that love rich in people, that is what we call the labor of love. Hallelujah. The labor that brings to bear the love of God in the lives of others. Make your life a soul winning life. Amen. Make your life a soul winning life. How many love God because of you? There are some people, people leave church more than they come to church because of us. They see you, somebody's even bathing in the house. By what you will do, the person will not go to church. It's okay, I'm not going again. Because of what this person did. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Make your life a soul winning life. We are not talking about tracts, evangelism. Those are activities. I am talking about your life. You are a script. You are a what? You are like a story that is being told. Hallelujah. You are a story that is being told. Let your life carry the story of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let your life carry the story of Jesus. Let your life carry the story of Jesus. Not the story of somebody who lives anyhow. Not the story of somebody who lives a questionable life. Not the, the story of somebody who loves God. Hallelujah. The story of somebody who is worth following. The story of somebody whose life is an encouragement. Glory to God. By so doing, you reproduce the divine nature in others. Amen. By so doing, become an instrument of the love of God. Become an instrument of the peace of God. Become an instrument of the kindness that is in Christ Jesus. Become an instrument of the power of God. Who got healed because you prayed? I'm not, I'm not only talking about people coming to the saving knowledge of Christ. I'm talking about the divine nature being worked out in the lives of people. Who got healed before, because you prayed? Hallelujah. Who has testified of God's healing power by your hands? Some of you, you have been Christian two years, three years. You have not prayed for anybody before. You have not even touched anybody. You have not laid hands on anybody before. Benji, have you done that before? Huh? Have you done that before? You have not. Hey, let me. Ima, have you laid hands on somebody before to pray for the person? 
but in your hands there are power you know so you are here we we praying and then you be, yes i receive it you have been using the hand to be stirring soup stirring soup <laughs> hallelujah this hands it is not just for stirring soup you know Bazana. it's not just for stirring soup and doing salad you stir doing no 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 it is to lay hands and bring healing to people hallelujah say my hand is empowered so we we we, we cutting cutting uh, what do you, salad cabbage cabbage uh, what the other one carrots what do you like carrots you like carrots eh? yeah do you, <laughs> If he cut it, no lay hand. Become an instrument. Are you here with me? Become an instrument. Who has been blessed because of you? Glory to God. Say, I am an instrument of love. I am an instrument of love. In the name of Jesus. This hope maketh not ashamed. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. By the Spirit of God. Hope make it not ashamed. So this is how it works. When love is working, hope will not fail. When hope is working, faith will not fail. Hallelujah. So the Bible, uh, the, the, the Bible will summarize it in this way that faith worketh by love. The fundamental is love. When love is there, evidenced in compassion. Compassion and passion glory to God compassion and passion when love is there hope will never fail hope will never fail hallelujah hope will never fail you can never pursue something beyond the limit of your love for that thing in the same way you can never pursue God beyond how much you love him amen you can never pursue God beyond how much you love Him. You can never pursue a woman beyond how much you love her, man of God. Oh, you can't. Even when you know what is right, the motivation to do will not be there because you can only do to the level or the limits of your love. Hallelujah. Hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Spirit. Say with me, O oh God. Oh God, oh God, increase my love, increase my love. Say it like you are anointed, oh God, increase my love in the name of Jesus. I hope you've been blessed by this message. For more information, visit our website at www.glorylifecity.church and connect with us on social media at Glory Life City Church. Contact us on 0266-384105 or 054-984-6235.